Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey everyone, my name is Christopher Price, the Boston Globe. Welcome back to another edition of the Patriots Report right here on the Believe Network. My co-host, Garrett Blunt, is set to join us in just one second. I want to let you guys know two things. First of all, make sure you hit up the Believe store at shop.believe.com. We've got all sorts of great Patriots Report merchandise you're going to want to check out. Two, this episode, as always, is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting props and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe 50 that's bleav five O to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Brady hands it to Blunt straight ahead, and he crosses the plane for the touchdown. Here's Blunt taken off for the end zone, and he's in for the second time today. Second and five. No use making any changes. Give it to Blunt. Now it's a foot race. Blunt all the way. Touchdown, Patriots. What? Still going down the sideline. A dive for the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. LG, first off, give me a few of your thoughts on what happened Sunday. I had my chance to say a few things on the solo postgame podcast a couple of days ago. But I'm interested in getting your take on the 20 to seven loss to the Dolphins. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, me personally, I think uh, you know they came out, and one thing that they that they did that Bill always preaches is they stopped the run. Um, they did not give up a lot of rushing yards. I think I want to say like 60 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just didn't. The pass, the pass, uh, the the defense, like against the pass, we were. You know, we were out of position. You know, we were missing tackles after the catch. And it was just very un-New England-like on the defensive side. And and offensively, I mean, I don't I, – I can't say too much about Mac because, you know, Mac played pretty good. Um, he did have one interception, but he played pretty good, man. And, you know, you know, who, who's – you know, maybe we run the ball more. Maybe we should, you know. Maybe we run it a little bit. I don't know. You know, um, but – um you know, my take on it is, you know, they definitely got a lot of things to fix. Um, I've mentioned it on, on on episodes before. You know, the thing they want to avoid, you know, right now was coming out, you know, two and two or one and three or, where, you know, um, a bumpy um, first quarter of the season. Um, you want to definitely avoid that. Um, so they're starting already on the back end, you know, with, with the loss to Miami, you know, and it's a division game. Um, you can't afford to lose those early. They got to solidify the play call and they got to solidify who's going to actually, you know, full on do it fully, you know, and, and you know, because I think that's where, you know, the just the whole mix up of offensive staff, you know, people are just getting plugged into places that, you know, they've never been and things like that. Yeah, it goes well, but, you know, it, it can go well, but, you know, um, 
when you're missing key pieces like 12, um, Josh, you know, guys, you know, guys like that, Grunk, you know, even though he's been gone for a while, you know, guys like that, then you, then you really realize, then you really realize what, you know, you know, what kind of, what kind of problem you have there. I'm of one of two minds here. And, and I'd be interested to get your take on this. First of all, having covered the team since 2001, my first thought is at the start of the year, especially it's never as good as you think it is. And it's never as bad as you think it is. The truth ultimately lies somewhere in the middle, especially at the start of the year, because we really don't know what the team, what the team's identity is going to be on either side of the ball over the first few games of the season. But then the second side is, you know, there were some real deficiencies that showed up on the offensive side of the ball here. Where are you when it comes to that line of thinking? Is it more of let's wait and see, they got to get some stuff ironed out, or I don't want to say is it time to panic, but but where, where do you fall on that spectrum when it comes to assessing this team after one game? I'd say um, Max showed that he can be really good. He showed a lot of promise. He showed um, that, you know, he can take care of the football for the most part. You know, you got two backs that you know really well. I just think that they just slowly have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's – I don't think that – I've never had a sense of panic early in the season, whether I was a player or since I've been gone with New England. I haven't really had a sense of panic early in the season. Again, like I said, they just don't have a Tom Brady to turn it around. Mac is really, really good. He's still young. He's a second-year quarterback. Um, but they don't have a Brady to turn it around. So, again, they had to they had to have avoided this – you know, this rocky start against a division opponent. I think that when they settled down, found out what, what they're going to lean on the most, whether it's Mac or the run, and, and start, you know, gravitating and putting things into place to make sure that that, you know, wherever they lean towards is successful. Um, I think they, fo- they should focus on one thing at a time. And, you know, again, yeah, it did look bumpy, you know, they only scored seven points on the Miami team, on an explosive Miami team. Um, this isn't Miami of old. So you just have to give them their credit, you know, and give them their, you know, give them their their flowers because they came out and they played ball and they did what they had to do to go to get the W. Um, but again, you ain't, this isn't the same team that you're going to see mm-hmm. in week, you know, four, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like this just it's not going to be the same team one pathway to success maybe short term more than anything would be having the defense carry them for a couple of weeks because i think other than that one bad play at the end of the first half where Tua right. hit Jalen Waddle for that 42 yarder they didn't give up a touchdown mm-hmm. they didn't give up any long sustained drives no. i i think they played relatively well on defense we saw a great game i think from Kyle Duggar i think Dietrich Wise also played well they were able to get good consistent pressure on Tua is yeah, that a sustained What's up? Tua played, Tua played great, though. You know, he only had 10 incompletions, mm-hmm. um, almost 300 yards passing and a touchdown. So, you know, he, you know, Tyreek Hill had almost 100 yards receiving. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they, 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 they definitely kept the defense in front of them for the most part. I, I can, I, yeah, I can, I, I can agree with you on that. Is, is it sustainable to have that defense, the New England defense specifically, carry them for a couple of weeks? while they manage to try to find some sort of offensive identity or rhythm. Is that a sustainable formula in the short term? Man, I'm going to just say, you know, 
they got the Steelers yet. They got the Steelers next coming off of a good win. Um, you know, they got the Ravens, you know, mm-hmm. they got Green Bay. So, you know, <laughs> you tell me is the defense going to be able to carry them for a few weeks? <laughs> they got some powerhouses, you know. Yeah. To play against, you know. I mean, I mean, obviously Green Bay didn't look the part. You know, um, they had, you know, I, I forget who number nine was, but um, drop a wide open touchdown pass. You had guys dropping the ball left and right o- over there for Rodgers as well. So, you know, the defense might, you know, the defense might be good, you know, at that point, you know, to be able to hold it, hold it up. But again, man, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to, not the best quarterback in the league coming into, you know, <laughs> you know, that coming into next week. I mean, so. I mean, I know it's in I know it's in Pittsburgh, but you got not the best quarterback in the world next week. You got a bang up, banged up Najee Harris. You 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 know, so you you have a chance to come out and uh, make a statement um, defensive wise next week. But but again, man, Lamar is going to be a tough task. I feel like that's a game that they're going to have to score points um, because he is going to you know he's you know obviously everyone knows how dangerous he is, and and you know Aaron Rodgers, you know so. It's going to be tough for that defense to stand up in the paint for the next three or four weeks, but it's, it's, it's going to be tough for them. But I, do I think they're capable? Yes, I think they're capable with, 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 the, with the guys they have over there, um, with Dev, you know, and, and, and you know, anchoring, anchoring it down. You know, he's, he's pretty much the, the guy that, that knows everything about the defense. So, I'm, 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 you know, I would bet on the side of, you know, him trying to hold it down, but they're definitely going to have to put up points. They got to figure out a way to offense, make the offense work. What's the building like in the days after a loss like that? Man, it is, uh, it's not fun. You come in, it's really, really quiet, you know, um, besides obviously the guys that's next to you that you talk to every day in the locker room and things like that. Uh, it's not a lot of horsing and joking around. There's no, you know, there's no very minimal laughing, um, you know, you know, I mean, we, we kind of know what they expect going into that meeting room. A lot of, you know, some people, you know, your palms get sweaty because you know that your name's going to get called. You might have missed a play here or there or it's definitely it's definitely not the funnest. I'm going to say that. I mean, it's not it's not it's not the funnest. Mm-hmm. It's like. I mean, if you're one of those guys, it could be stressful, you know, so. <laughs> Is it, it tell me what things are going to be like tomorrow for them Wednesday? Obviously, the focus turns toward Pittsburgh, uh, but. At the same time, there's inevitably some looking back. So over the course of a week, you're watching film, I imagine, on Monday. You're coming in Tuesday, your day off. Maybe you're lifting. Maybe you're getting treatment. What does the week look like for you guys, again, in, in, the, in the wake of a loss like, like the one they suffered on Sunday? I mean, you're going to go over. You're, you're going to go walk. You're going to do your walkthrough. Um, you're going to make your corrections. Go over your mistakes. Um, you know, see what you what you did wrong and what you should do right. The next time you get in, I mean, you get, I mean, that's, you know, that's really, it's just like any, I think it's just like any other day. Like there's nothing really special about it. Again, it's just kind of, uh, it could be kind of, you know, it could suck a little bit because I mean, with, with games that you know you could have came out on the other side or I guess it's just things like that is what determines the mood. Every, every loss ain't the same. I'm going to say that. So you know, um, Bill is not happy. You know, I know he is. He is. Uh, he is pissed. You know that they locked. You know they dropped the first game and it was against again against the Miami Dolphins. And and I mean just 
you're going to have a lot of meetings mm-hmm. and then you're going to go outside. You're going to have walkthrough. Um, again, you're going to walk through your, your corrections. You're going to see the things that you, that you should, that you can fix. Are you going to come back in? You're going to look at more meetings and then, then you will um, gradually get into Pittsburgh. You know, you'll get, you'll get in, you'll get in. Well, I guess the corrections and stuff will be on Monday. The corrections and things will be on Monday. So Tuesday you'll be off and then Wednesday you'll get into, um, you'll get into your film against Pittsburgh um, a little bit in more depth. Um, what they do, what kind of front they run, what percentage of blitz they are, what's the run defense like, just things like that. You know, on a Wednesday, Wednesday is usually first and second down day. So that's usually a heavy, a heavy day for me. So, you know, that's, that's the days that you, you know, that's the day that you see what kind of front they run, you know, how many yards per game they give up, how many yards per carry they give up on, on outside zone versus inside zone. How do the linebackers play? Do they over, are they overrunning? Are they trying to beat you to the spot or do they slow play it or, you know, things like that. And then um, you go out to practice on Wednesday. You you execute what the, what, what we put in that morning for the um, install and the game plan. And you go back, then you go back inside and you look at practice and, you know, get you, you know, get your workout in if you have to or hit the sauna or, you know, things like that, get treatment. And then you get your food and you, and you head out and you do the same thing, you know, on Thursday. So I, I think the main thing of, of, of the, you know, I guess after a lost quote unquote week, the only thing, you, the, only, the only day of the week that's dedicated to that loss, that's it's not really dedicated to it, but the only week that you, the only day of the week that you talk about it is on Monday, the day after. Do you remember the worst Monday morning that you had as a member of the Patriots when it came to film study where Bill was just in a mood where just nothing was going to move him? and he was pissed and you guys probably you know in this scenario lose a winnable game or quote unquote lose a winnable game do you remember the worst possible situation that you had on a monday morning in there uh i don't know i don't remember the exact game um but i do remember us losing the game and watching the film and him pausing it and you know cussing somebody out and then playing it again and rewinding it and then cussing somebody out and then playing it again and then just pausing it, slamming the, slamming the, um, the clicker on the, on the table, you know, um, got to the point to where he had, he even demonstrated what he wanted them to do. You know, and then you're talking about, you know, how old is Bill right now? <laughs> it's 70. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about Bill at, you know, 60 years old, 60 something years old trying to, you know, show some of the best athletes in the world how to do <laughs> how to do something athletically, um, and uh, you know, I've I've seen I, again. I can't. I don't remember the exact game it was, but you know, I've seen him. I've I and in, in, in that same meeting, he slammed. You know, he got all the way through the you know the special team stuff, and he or he got all the way through the offensive stuff. Um, and he did the defensive stuff and the special team stuff. Um, he slammed the clicker down. And I think he told us, you won't win a lot of games in this league um, with this bullshit. You won't win a lot. And we won't do it. If you, if, if, if this is what we're going to do, or if we're not going to, you know, do what, do what is told, or if we're not going to, you know, um, 
I, I, I don't I don't want to get his words mixed up. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to be on Insta face and you know you want to be on Snap face and all that bullshit, but you want you don't want to come out here and get this right. Well, you won't be out there. You won't be out there. You know, and and <laughs> I can't. You know, you, you um, if I if I remember a specific one again, I I, I remember the Jules one like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. But we didn't lose that game though. So <laughs> what was wait, what, what was the Jules one? Um, I think Jules might have told his story when he told him, "Hey man, I think Jules might have fumbled the football running on the sideline. He fumbled it out of bounds, so it wasn't even in bounds. Like nobody recovered it or anything. I think I think he fumbled it out of bounds, but." Uh, Bill Parson in the middle of the fumble, he, he played it, rewind it, played it, rewind it, played it, rewind it, and was like, Parson, he was like, now you listen, all of these guys over here, this is your teammates. You taking care of the football, it helps the team. Don't go out here fumbling the football. You take care of the football, you know, it's selfish. You go out there and you think you're all this and all that and everyone tells you you're fucking Julian Edelman and everyone fucking loves you and thinks you're the hot shit, yada, yada, yada. But these are the only people that matter. <laughs> these are the only people that matter, your teammates. Your teammates are the only ones that matter. Like, oh, you know, you think you're all this and fucking that and you think you're all high and fucking mighty just because you're Julian fucking Edelman. And, you know, and, and it, it was silent in there when he was saying this. Like, we not, nobody not busting out laughing or nothing because he's being serious. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, it's like, uh, just think about these guys. Just think about your fucking teammates. Just think about these guys just for a second. I mean, for crying out loud. How hard is it to hold on to the fucking football? You know, you know he, he just goes on and on. You know, and man, I'm telling you, when we got out of that, when we got out of that meeting, boy, it was, uh, my gosh, it was a trip. Everybody wanted to be Bill walking out the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody walked out and said the same thing. I mean, come on, Jules. Just think about the fucking team for a second, okay? Just think about your teammates, okay? It's more than just you out here. It's fucking selfish to, top, to, to, to drop the foot or fumble the football or, you know, you know, not take care of the football, you know, just because you're trying to fucking celebrate, do the fucking first down celebration and all this bullshit. You know, everybody became Bill, you know, everybody that said their version of what of, of, of what was said in the meeting as soon as we walked out. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels like Bill's move is to when he comes across a bad play on film. And this is from guys who've, you know, like you have talked about this is to pause it, rewind it, play it again. Pause it, rewind it, play it again, like four or five, six times. Oh, yeah, he wants you to see it. He wants you to see it. Yeah, he. that's what he does. That's exactly what he does. He'll, mm -hmm. he'll show it, you know, whether you're in the squad, whether you're in the squad meeting or whatever, he's going to show it, you know, a bunch of times, especially if he, if he don't like, you know, if he don't like what he saw. So he's going to show it a bunch of times, and he's going to talk about it a bunch of times. You know, and he might, he might even, you know, he might even throw a joke in there. You know, if it, you know, if it's not that serious. But if you, if if, if you're doing it a bunch, if you've done it a bunch of times, you know, and he can and he said he's seen it. You know, then you know it's it's nothing to laugh about because, trust me, it it it, it, it it's gonna get awkward really quick. 
Well, let's shift gears a little bit here. Tell me about what it's like. Tell me a, a little bit about what it's like playing in Pittsburgh. They feel to me from the outside a little bit like the Patriots right now. They're in the first year of the post Roethlisberger era. They're looking for an identity. They still have a pretty pretty strong defense as long as TJ Watt's healthy. Obviously, New England is going through the same thing without Tom. What do you see from the Steelers initially that stands out for you? I think it, I think they had I think that Deontay Johnson kid. What is his name? I think it's Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna tell you, he's a freak athlete. I don't know if everybody's seen that catch that he made on the sideline or in the end zone last week versus versus the Bengals. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was ridiculous. Uh, it was ridiculous. Um, but um, um, yeah, I think they I think they have a, they have a special group, man. They got a they got a nice group with them with Claypool and Pickens. Um, you know, I know he probably didn't he didn't get in, in, as involved as they probably would have wanted him to be, but you know, obviously, again, you know, his quarterback is Mitchell um, Trubisky. So, um, but I think I think they got a they got a pretty solid team. They're always going to be really good defensively. Always really good defensively, you know. Even though they gave up, you know, over four or five hundred yards against, you know, the Bengals, who's again another high-powered offense, might I say, with the weapons that they have over there. I mean, obviously, they just came back from the Super Bowl last year, but um, they their their defense is, is pretty solid. You know, um, I think that Mac, I think that Mac has a chance to go out there and perform. Um, you know, just you know, just like just like Burrow did. I think that I think except you know except I know that Matt can't Matt should not throw four you know three four however many interceptions that that Burrow threw. I mean, granted, I know he threw it probably like forty five or fifty times or something like that, but still, we, we you know you just can't do that. But uh, I think the like I said, I think the Patriots match up with them really really well. I think it'll I think it'll come down to the run game. Who's going to be able to get the run game off the ground better? Got to be able to run the football. You don't want you don't want Matt Jones throwing it, and I'm not saying that he's not good, but I'm just saying you don't want him throwing it 30 plus times a game like that. You're just not going to win that way. You got to figure out how to run the football. You got two you got a two headed monster in your backfield with uh Ramondre and and um you know and Damian. So you know I, I think that they should they should use find a way to use that to the fullest. That's the only way you can protect Mac Jones. That's the only way you can stop him from getting hit a lot. That's the only way you can control the control the game. Um, they got to be able to run the football. Um, and Pittsburgh, you know, was probably one of those teams. Again, they're they're tough, but you know, I I'm pretty sure you know once we get a a, a pretty good beat on what they're doing, you're going to be able to run the football on them. I'm saying I'm going to take New England on the bounce back right here. All right. All right. Well, you were only there for a short period of time in Pittsburgh, but it sounds like you really enjoyed playing for Mike Tomlin. I did, man. I like Mike Tomlin. I ain't gonna lie. I like him a lot. I think uh I think he's an amazing person. Um, you know, the, the my family thought the world of him. He treated him really well. You know, he's a, he's a, he's as solid of a guy as they come. You know, I haven't talked to him much since I since I, you know, since I left there, but he's as solid as they come. And 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 he and he's he's a he's a good dude. He's a really 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 smart coach, really smart coach. So um, you know, I think he's you know he's right behind Bill, you know, in my eyes. So you know, it'll be you know it, again it'll you know it'll be a good game. But um, I think I think Mike Tomlin, at the, um, I think as as a coach, 
he is um he's one of the greatest. He's one of the greatest to be a be a part of the game. I I agree with you here uh, on this. I, I think that New England at least on the surface, is primed for a bit of a bounce back. I think the fact that T.J. Watt is probably not going to play certainly helps the New England offense. I think one thing, and you hit on this as well, is that it's going to be important to keep this thing manageable to be able to keep the running game within the context of the offensive game plan. And when I say that, I mean, against Miami, you get down by two scores in the second half, you're not going to be able to run the ball. You know, you're, you're going to be trying to open things up. You're going to be trying to, you know, take some shots downfield. I think if the Patriots do keep this thing manageable, they're going to be able to run the ball consistently. And I think that's their strength, at least on offense right now. We talked about how there is a sustainable path forward for this team. If you can get the running game started, if you can play solid defense, and maybe you can steal 3.7 points, get some yards on special teams, then that would appear to be a formula for success this week against the Steelers. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I think that if we're able to get the run game going uh play the game at our pace, play the game at, uh, you know, how they want to be played and uh, control it. Um, you know, again, they don't want to get behind. The offense is not just not high-powered as it used to be. Um, you don't got a LeGarrette Blunt. You don't got a Brady. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't got a – you don't got no – you don't got no big time. You don't got no Julian Edelman. You know, you don't have guys like that. So, um, yeah, man, you want to play the game from ahead. That's the best position that you could put this team in to be successful because the defense is going to play ball. They, they don't have a Julian Edelman. They don't have a LeGarrette Blunt, but they do have a Kendrick Bourne. And one of the big stories up here was the fact that Bourne only played two snaps in the opener against the Dolphins. Caught one pass for, I think it was 41 yards down the sidelines. In your experience, the story is that he apparently, this is according to Tom Curran, apparently was late for a meeting in the preseason game against Car- before the preseason game against Carolina. They sat him down, and this week was the first week that he came back. What, if anything, can you read into that from the outside, from your, from your role actually as next player, from a guy who played in that organization? What's your take on how they're handling Kendrick Bourne right now? My take on how to handle it right now, if that is, if that were true, you know, my experience with that, when I came back the year that, uh, the year that I think the week that Jonas ran for 200 yards, maybe, mm-hmm. um, I came back the week after that and he, and, you know, he ended up being late to a meeting and, and, and not showing up for that, for that meeting. Um, I think Bill and might've told him to stay home. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just assume, just depending on um, the reaction on that. Um, you know, I came there that week, and I started. I think I came there that Wednesday or Thursday, and I started. I started that Sunday, and I don't think he played a lot after that. I don't think he. I really don't think he played a lot after that, unless I was like hurt or whatever the case may be. But he didn't play a lot after that. And um, so I don't know. But the thing is, I don't know if they can afford to sit Kendrick. I don't know if they can afford to not play him. You know, they can't afford that. If they want to win games, they're just going to have to find out a a different consequence for him because you can't afford to just keep dropping games because of, you know, you know, how you how you feel about disciplining that person, you know, especially if you don't have nobody to, to, to come in and do what he does or, or at least, you know, at least match what he does or better. You and Asante Samuel 
uh, I don't think you guys were ever teammates. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys have gone back and forth on, on social. We're sitting here Tuesday afternoon. You guys have gone back and forth on social media a little bit here about some comments that he made on his podcast, which is also on Believe Network, um, regarding how Bill handled Tom in his departure here. I don't know if you want to add anything to to what you already put out there on social media. Yeah, so I, I just feel like that could be misconstrued because, you know, I don't know if Asante got, you know, I don't know if he don't like Bill or if he got anything against Bill or I don't know. But, you know, whether whether people want to believe it or admit it, New England, the Patriots weren't what they were before Bill. And they weren't what they were before Tom. Mm-hmm. But Bill is one without Tom. And Tom is one without Bill. So they coincide with each other damn near perfectly. You know, they coexist damn near perfectly. I think what – I don't think it was money that ruined it. I think it was something else. And I don't want to speculate or guess. But, I mean, I mean, I, I, I want to say money was probably the least of the worries of what was going on. I don't know. Maybe it was going – maybe it was spending some money to get other players. Maybe it was, you know, surrounding them with people that he wanted, think, you know, guys that he wanted to be around or, you know, something. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't fully know. But I, I'm just saying don't discredit or disrespect Bill and what he did because he let 12 go. That's that's you know what I'm saying shit. The the Chargers let Phillip Rivers go. The 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 Green Bay Packers let Brett Favre go. Colts let uh Colts let Manning, go. Manning go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so now why all of a sudden Bill is such why all of a sudden now Bill a bad coach or he or he, you know, um I don't know. I, I I don't know. So he, I mean, I know he said Tom should have retired as a as a patriot. And I listen. I one hundred percent agree on that. Look, the success that they've had together and what he's done for that franchise, they should have given him any and everything he wanted to make sure he stayed. Mm-hmm. But it got fra- The relationship was so fractured that he made the decision to leave. You know, and I know that Bill ain't gonna beg anybody to do anything. You know, I think when that's when the pride comes into play as a man. I don't think Bill gonna beg anybody to do anything. You know, um, again, he trying to. I it, it, he does what's best. Again, I, I like, I, and I'll, I'll I'll double down on this. He does what's best for the team. Now, every decision that he makes might not be the best decision. Everybody might not agree, but in his eyes and in his mind, all right. Well, this is what's best for the team. Well, you know. I think I really think that, you know, I don't I don't think that I don't think that, you know, I think he didn't swallow this pride a lot of times in years past when it came to Tom. I feel like he's definitely swallowed his pride before when it came to Tom, because shit, you got to make Tom happy in order for everything to, to go smooth. He got to be happy, you know. So, you know, I, I guess at one point he got to the point to where he wasn't that happy over there. And, you know, now we're here. All right, LG, let's wrap it up this week. I know you got some appearances coming up and you you added a deal with Nesson as well. Tell people where they can see you or where they can connect with you in the coming days. Yeah, man. Hey, y'all can connect with me at Nesson Bets. That's N-E-S-N-B-E-T-S, Nesson Bets, um, on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find me on there. The, uh, I just signed up. You know, I'm, I'm a, you know, we're teammates now. Got, an, <laughs> got me. A, I got me another teammate. You know what I'm saying? So we're, uh, 
So yeah, man, I'm 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 excited about it. Yeah, check us out, man. Nesson N-E-S-N-B-E-T-S dot com. Nessonbets.com. If y'all trying to win, y'all trying to make y'all some money, get some good picks with some good insight. I guide you in the right direction. I got you. Let's wrap it up here. Um, you said you got the Patriots. I am picking the Patriots just barely. And I'm going to say it's going to be like a defensive game. Find a way in this thing, whether it's a pick six, blocked punt, they get some special teams magic. They end up bouncing back. I say they beat the Steelers. This, See, this is what I'm going to say. I'm a, I'm a, this, is why, this, is, this is why I don't say that New England don't get the match. is because it's at Heinz Field. Mm-hmm. Every time something weird and crazy happens at Heinz Field, it happens for the Steelers. Everything, anytime something weird and crazy happens at Heinz Field, and it always happens, it happens for them. But it's not Heinz Field anymore, though. It's like... I, but Accenture Field or yeah, I guess Accenture I Field or I got I got to start wrapping my mind around that. So just just like there's no more San Diego Chargers, right? Yeah, we'll build we'll build some different some different uh <laughs> different <laughs> weird stuff happening. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it'll bounce our way this year. Maybe we win them. Maybe we beat them decisively. I got us. I got us with uh I got us at least seven plus seven. Okay. okay. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up this week. LG, we will talk again next week. After yes. the Patriots face Pittsburgh, they got Baltimore, they got Green Bay. It's a rough road the first quarter of the season. Yes. We're going to see how New England handles it the rest of the way. All right, that's going to do it for another edition of the Patriots Report here on the Believe Network. want to let you guys know that we are going to be doing a post-game podcast after the Steelers game Sunday at 1. It's going to go up Sunday night. Also, want to remind you guys, check out the Believe store, shop.believe.com. You can get all your Patriots Report merchandise there. I hope you guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.